Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, welcome to your weekend. This is Wiggins America. I'm so glad that you could join us because we are going to come out out of the gate here and talk about some of the top news of the week. Probably should do that every week, don't? Yeah, I don't, that, that would be a good show. But we don't always do a good show. This is a good show, though. This one. Uh, because some of the top news of this week has been misreported as usual. A lot of people really yelling loudly about uh, Trump being found guilty in the civil suit, at least his organizations, his businesses, for tax fraud. That's the headline. Uh, So what does that mean? Well, it means that Trump is a smart businessman. Like he said in the debates in 2016, if you look into actually what this is, it's that they were trying to avoid, they were trying to reward some of their employees and top executives when they would do a good job, make the company a lot of money. Instead of giving them money that would be taxed, they would give them gifts like here's a vacation, here's a car in some instances, things like that, so that that would not be taxed the same. So the judge in this case decided that you can't do that. You were avoiding paying taxes. So you committed tax fraud. Not you, Donald Trump, but your businesses, your organizations, your people in your orbit committed tax fraud. This is weird because it's a gray area. While it is technically illegal to do things that avoid paying taxes, this happens all the time. And if he hadn't been president and hadn't been so high, so hated, no people would not care about this at all. You already know that. Um, in this case, what's not being reported very much at all is that the total amount that they were ruled that they had to pay back in tax avoidance, and this is it. I mean, this, this that's all it is. People yelling, criminal charges next. You're not going to get criminal charges out of a business that they said, well, you owe about a million in taxes, a million dollars. For perspective, Donald Trump's portion of Truth Social, not even all of Truth, Truth Social, just his portion is worth about $2 billion just of that one company. This is a drop in the bucket. This is somebody saying to you, eh, that parking ticket you had uh, back in 1995, 
you're going to owe 50 bucks on that thing. Doggone it. You don't like paying 50 bucks, but it's not really the end of the world. That's what this is. So all the reporting that you've seen on it, there's the story, at least there's most of the story. It gets even more in detail than that, but that's the detail you need to know. Overall, though, the big story this week is Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock, Democrats keeping control of the Senate. We knew that was going to happen, but was just, is it going to be 51 or is it going to be 50? And uh, I don't know about you. I did pay attention to this election. I didn't think Walker was going to win. And it was roughly the same margin. Not, I mean, it was it was pretty much the same thing that happened in November. So surprise, surprise, uh, nothing really changed. Raphael Warnock won that election in December or in November, and he won this one in December. Actually, they were saying three to four points is what Herschel Walker was going to lose by, and he didn't. He only lost by about two. So he, he actually fared a little bit better than we thought. The problem is, and I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of a takeaway here, um, this is now a... a <laughs> It's a purple state, Georgia, which hadn't been at all up until just recently. It had been a red state that was teetering, but was still a red state. The weird thing about Georgia is that every other statewide election in Georgia was was still won by Republicans. Only the Senate race went to Democrats. And guess which one we care about the most here in St. Louis? We care about the Senate race. That's the one that impacts us the most. So that's why this is getting, and it's why maybe you walked away Tuesday night like I did, feeling kind of down about it. Not that I really expected Walker to walk away with a win, Walker to walk away with a win, but that you hoped and, hey, maybe it'll happen. And you just went, doggone it. Overall, it's like you're reliving the midterms, which did not go the way that you wanted to go if you were a conservative voter. So I'm looking forward to 2024, and and you keep hearing that this map, the 2024 map, is way better for Republicans. And that's true, but it's not as easy as it's being painted. I think we're in an era now with the Senate that we're just going to see bare majorities over and over. A 50-50 Senate slash 51-49 is going to be really common. I mean, over the last few years, we saw Republicans have maybe a 53 at one point. Um, that dwindled a little bit. So they they never had a huge majority. But I think even that's going to be high. We're going to see a lot of 50-50s and 51-49s, just like we are now, because of the divisive nature of everything going on in the country. I'm looking at 2024, though. What matters in 2024 is obviously going to be the presidential election. Because that may sway the way the Senate swings again. The top seats for Republicans are going to be held. Uh, th- there's no doubt that when you look at uh, North Dakota, Tennessee, Utah, Nebraska, Nebraska, two in Nebraska, um, those are states that are going to be won and carried by Republicans, but they already are, so you're not adding to the numbers. Look, though, at Montana. That Montana right now has a Democrat senator. That state was won by President Trump in 2020 by 16 points. That's a pickoff. That's going to happen. Okay, so let's say that happens. You get it down back to 50-50 if that happens. Going down the line, Indiana, Missouri, Josh Hawley, those are shoe-ins. Nothing changes there. Ohio. Ohio, much like Georgia has drifted left and Arizona has drifted left, 
Ohio used to be a swing. You know this. Ohio used to be a swing state. So did Florida. Those are red states now. Ohio voted for President Trump by eight points. That's not a swing state anymore. That is a a red state. Sherrod Brown is a Democrat running for re-election in 2024. Republicans pick that one off. All of a sudden, it's 51-49. Now, they have to hold everything else. Texas, Ted Cruz, Florida, Rick Scott. If they just do those two, though, there's your flip of the Senate, regardless of who holds the White House. Now, all they have to do is flip one if they hold the White House, just like we've seen the last couple of years. But looking down the line, I don't think these are going to be seats that are going to be easy to pick off. The top one being Kirsten Cinema. Barely, barely, they voted for they voted for uh, Joe Biden in 2020. Uh, that's going to be a tough one, though, because she has painted herself as a centrist, and Mark Kelly also did that, who's not a centrist, and just won his election there. So do you think that's going to flip by 2024? I don't. I think Kirsten Sinema is going to hold that seat. Tammy Baldwin in Wisconsin, and then Bob Casey in Pennsylvania. Then you have Nevada, Michigan, Minnesota. Those are all Democrats, and they will be playing defense there because they got to hold all those seats. But I think the best chance of any of those is probably Tammy Baldwin uh, being challenged in Wisconsin. Senator Ron Johnson in Wisconsin won that seat pretty easily. So I'm just looking forward and saying, hey, Uh, While it's not going to be a shoe-in, it's most likely that Republicans, all things being equal, right? Because we have high turnout in basically every election now, whether it be a midterm or a presidential election, all things being equal, you'll probably see Republicans take back the Senate in 2024, but it won't be by a lot. It'll still be a pretty narrow margin, which means the presidential election will matter more. Backing away from the whole thing for a second, though. If you're feeling disappointed in the way the country is going, you're not alone. I really feel, and look, this is stuff, I have no idea what I'm supposed to say. I got the microphone, I'm just going to say what I want to say. I really feel like the big lesson here, and I love politics, I love talking about what we just talked about, yet I still think that the whole point that that God may be taking us through here is that there are too many of us, and myself included in this, look to politics more than God. Not above God. I'm not trying to say that. But we look to man-made solutions much more often than spiritual solutions. And maybe this is what it takes for us to wake up, to see things just falling apart. I mean, the country is not doing well. Uh, We're on life support in a lot of ways. Some of the issues that we talk about regularly on this show that you know about going on in your schools and your kids' lives and the economy and the border. I mean, it's, it's lawless. It's chaos. It's complete chaos. And there are people who are funding that, and they want that. And it, it seems to be winning right now. So where does your hope lie? That's the question I'm asking you. Uh, for me, I have reexamined, and I've had to say, I got to be in prayer more than I am. And I've got to look to God more than to politics. What I do love talking about, and my job is, is to talk some politics. I can talk about kind of whatever I want, but I do love politics. And we are going to talk about politics <clears throat> because they do matter. 
But I'm just saying, I think it's been good for me to get my priorities lined up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, real quick, I think we're going to keep this segment short and to the point. We're supposed to have an interview with Holly Knight. She is the writer of, uh, gosh... So, so, so many uh, famous songs, mostly of the 80s, but of all varieties, genres and things. Uh, I think we're going to have to delay that, though. I think we're going to have to move that back to January based on a scheduling conflict. So stick with me. In the upcoming segment, I have laid out, and this is just from memory. This isn't me uh, you know, sitting down and, and typing all these up. A list of about the top seven scandals and I'll refer to them as scandals, even though some of them are actually just policy positions, that the new Republican Congress can and should investigate. And I want to go over with you what you think they should take on and what they're likely to take on and what they're likely to not. But it's surprising to look back over the last just couple of years and see just how many scandalous things are happening. We're going to talk about the Twitter files release because another batch has come out talking about uh, what what Twitter has been doing to conservatives for the last couple years. It's now conclusive. The evidence is there. You have Elon Musk in charge. He's releasing these things. Good for him. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
Before coming in the studio today, actually last night, I sat down and wrote, you know, Republicans are going to take over the House. They're going to start investigations, and there's a lot of rumors and conjecture about which investigations they're going to undertake. And I started looking at, well, building a list of the different scandals they could investigate. And it is, unfortunately, way too long. And these aren't manufactured scandals. You know, you look back at the impeachment of Donald Trump, and that was a manufactured scandal. It had the appearance of something that you go, eh, maybe that doesn't look so good, but that's not an impeachable offense. It was done for TV. It was done to create a narrative and to push um, an agenda that you could say this president is corrupt. And they just continue to do that because he's going to run again. Now, I don't know if he'll win the nomination, but they're going to continue to do that. They're going to continue to raid his house. They're going to continue to um, put him under subpoena. The, the state of New York has done it all, a whole bunch of times already. Letitia James, the attorney general there. It's not stopping. And a lot of that stuff is stuff that should be looked into. But you know that the reason they're looking into it is not because they care so much about justice. It's it's political. You know this. The, the list that I've got here to share with you, though, these things are <clears throat> things that, as an American, I just want to see stopped. Not because I'm a Republican, but because I am a citizen of this country and I want to see justice prevail, not for my party, but for the people of the country. So I'm going to start here with Twitter and big tech simply because it's on, it's number one, Twitter, big tech. It is indicative of all of technology, what Twitter has done and now is being exposed. It's gross that the public square has been so, uh, well, the thumb has been on the scale so hard. You know, I myself am on Twitter at Radio Wiggins and there's a diagnostic that you can run to see how much you've been shadow banned. It has four categories. I have been... Uh, shadow banned in all four categories across the board and so I of course you know I'm on the radio so my my uh, follower count should have been rising for the last few years and it hasn't at all and uh, just until the last couple months it has started to rise again and this would would have been the trajectory that it would be on had the thumb not been on the scales. That's not the only thing. It's all of this stuff. It's what you can say, what you can't say, um, how far your reach goes. That's the shadow banning thing. And this, the narratives about everything, the laptop has gotten all of the attention, but it's everything. Every single issue that ever comes up should have a debate about it. That That debate has not been happening because... Certain accounts that say what they want you to hear have been promoted. Certain accounts like mine and many others. I mean, I'm not that prevalent, but, you know, being on the radio enough that that I should have a little bit more of a following just because of that. And people like me across the country have been suppressed for the things and the ideas that we have that we share. And I'm sure you have too. If you're on Twitter, you've experienced that same thing. Let me spin into number two, since I already mentioned it there, uh, the laptop. Now that is another one that Congress probably will investigate. Uh, Twitter and big tech is one that they probably will too. And I would say that our own senators, your own senators, I live in Illinois, but Missouri's own senators, Josh Hawley, 
and um, Eric Schmidt, soon to be, have been leading the charge on this, and I love it. It's it's a fantastic thing. You know, there, there's only so many given resources that each person has, and so it's it's as if they each kind of take on a pet project. Eric Schmidt has very much taken on big tech lately anyway, and the border as attorney general, but big tech has been on his mind and on his plate uh, for the last month or so. So I would imagine we're going to continue to see that. Now, again, spinning into laptop here, number two, that's one that does look like Congress is going to investigate, not because of Hunter Biden. We have to say this every single time because nobody ever listens. It's not about Hunter Biden. It's about what Hunter Biden was able to achieve and experience via money because of his position as the son of the former vice president, current president. All of that looks very corrupt. And if you have (laughs) the things that we can see on one laptop indicate that there's corruption. That needs to be investigated because what we can see is probably the tip of the iceberg. We're seeing just a little bit from one laptop But there's a lot more to that. And that's if he had gone through and there are reports that he had gone through and deleted quite a bit of material. They're trying to recover that material. I've talked about on this show, Jack Maxey was one of the original guys who had a copy of the laptop, was overseas for a long time because he feared for his life. I don't know where he is now. And I don't know where that investigation is now. A lot of people are not willing to touch it because it's, you know, it's kind of dangerous. That's number two. That should be done by Congress as well. Number three, the Sam Bankman freed FTX cryptocurrency scandal. This is a legitimate scandal. Everybody knows it, that the guy made essentially a fake cryptocurrency company, donated a whole lot of money to mostly Democrats, although not exclusively. And we're willing to call that out. We're not Republicans because we love Republicans in the party. We're Republicans because we like the ideas that America was founded on. And some of those are used by corrupt people who call themselves Republicans. However, most of them were Democrats. Sam Bankman-Fried needs to be investigated, not just as the person, but every single person that he donated to. You think we're going to see that? No, we're not going to see that, because a lot of the people that he donated to are the people who have to do the investigating. So, even though we should be investigating that, probably nothing is going to happen with that. Just a heads up. Number four on the list, the FBI and Department of Justice abuses that absolutely should be investigated. And again, if you're looking for people to go to jail out of these investigations, keep holding your breath. That's not going to happen. The investigation itself, though, and the coverage that it's getting will cause a check and balance on this current FBI, current DOJ, especially that's appointed by the president with Merrick Garland. And that is kind of the goal is you just put it in the light. Let the disinfectant happen, and then that's what you need to get through this next couple of years. Now, that doesn't say a whole lot about beyond this couple of years. What are you going to do, constantly be investigating the FBI? No, but you can do it for right now, and all we're looking for right now is a short-term solution until somebody can get in there, like a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis, hopefully, although we don't know the track record with him, get in there and just gut these things because that needs to happen. That was number four. Number five is the border Republicans have indicated in Congress that they will be investigating the border. Uh, To what extent, I don't know, because now, like I said, with the disinfectant of, you know, just investigating the FBI, the DOJ, when these things start to be talked about, uh, movement happens. What you're seeing this week is that there is movement on a bill 
to extend Title 42 and some of the border protections. They're not great, but they're something. And that's happening because Republicans are threatening to investigate Mayorkas, who is in charge of the border and homeland security and things like that. So will that derail an investigation? Maybe. Maybe. You may not see that investigation happen because Mayorkas is now going, hey, you know, hey, maybe we can work. Maybe the White House is going to work with them on a little bit of something. Uh, it's not great, but it's something. And we'll take anything at this point. Uh, number, what number am I on? One, two, three, four, five. This would be number six. COVID cover-ups and COVID collusion. You think we're going to see anything on that? I don't think so, unless Rand Paul is leading it. Uh, but he's questioned Dr. Fauci, the CDC. America, unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, have moved on from this. We've moved on from COVID. That's the good part. We have also tried to just move on. You know, COVID amnesty for everyone, everybody who messed up, just let them go. Uh, that's not good. We should not do that. People were deliberately using the term mis and disinformation to spread mis and disinformation. And now we're supposed to just let them off the hook. I just don't see Congress doing that much with this. And part of the reason is that we're on number six of seven. Now, these are just the seven that I've come up with. Maybe you could add to this list. But my last one is the January 6th commission itself. There is, There are strong indications that Kevin McCarthy and the Republican leadership in the House is going to turn and investigate the commission. They're going to make a commission on the commission. And that needs to happen, partially because, not just because of the politics of it, but these guys are mad about that. They were left out of that process. If you make a House commission, if you're in the minority, you understand you're not going to have as many members on that commission, but you still get to appoint people for it. Nancy Pelosi created a commission and then told Republicans that they could not add who they wanted, and then she added two Republicans, Kinzinger and Cheney. Republicans are mad about that in the House. They're not going to let that go. I imagine that you are going to see something with the January 6th commission. And one of the reasons that we should see it is not just for retribution, but because there have been people now sitting in jail for two years without a trial. That is illegal. So the people in charge were saying, we need to uphold law and order and justice, excuse me, and do In doing so, we're going to break the law. We're not going to give these people who broke the law any sort of law and order. It is, uh, it is indicative of all the rest of these things, as I conclude here, and we get Trisha back in the studio, that I'm, I've brought up seven. There are more, but it seems like every week there is a scandal, and they're significant scandals. They're not manufactured scandals. They are real corruption happening, sometimes right out in the open and sometimes behind closed doors that then becomes right out in the open. And then people go, well, this isn't anything, though, uh, which is what's happening with the Twitter files. If you're like me, when you hear these things, you're beginning to get to the point where you go, is there <clears throat> is there any cosmic justice? Beyond American justice, beyond God save America. God bless America, is God. <laughs> are, you, are you going to act here? Because we're doing what we can. Um, where are you? You know, I ask that question. I ask, where, God, where are you in this? But ultimately, 
if I, I, I examine, just say, if I didn't believe in God and I was looking at the state of the country, I would say, man, we're gone. We're, it's, we're already over the cliff. There's no coming back now. You can't hit the brakes midair when you go off the cliff. It doesn't do anything unless you're Wile E. Coyote. But God, and that's the only reason that I have any hope going forward is that this, my hope is that this is all part of a bigger plan. Um, certainly, there have been a lot of people in this country praying for a long time that if my people will call, call by my name, will turn themselves and pray, then I will turn and heal their land. Um, that's been going on for a while. Now, maybe we're in the midst of what that looks like. I sure hope so. Trisha's here. Hi, Trisha. Hi, Ryan. So this has been an uh, unusually heavy news week for being a week that, uh, I don't know, it's December, you know? Yeah, it feels like we should be done with news until the new year. Like, Thanksgiving happened. Mm-hmm. Now everybody takes off a month and a half. But it wasn't. This has been a very, very busy news week, which kind of has been normal over the last few years. But it feels like since Joe Biden, normally you say, oh, it's been a slow news week and that's good because everything's going okay. With Joe Biden, it seems like everybody's just kind of like settled into this snuggie of poop mm-hmm. and just said... Uh, I mean, things are the way they are. are. Yeah. But we had a midterm this week election. We've had the Twitter files continue to come out. Um, We've had Donald Trump finally actually not convicted, but found guilty of tax fraud, which I explained at the beginning of the show is really a lot less than it seems. But when it's Donald Trump, everybody screams and hollers and says, put him in chains and stuff. Um, But I mean, a lot of stuff happening this week. So this a little bit off the radar. Um, we've been covering the news news, but with Trisha, I wanted to cover this because partially it is your job here, and Uh-oh. I want to see your opinion on this. I won't All even right. tell you what you'll 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 see once I start wondering talking. if I know this is my job here. You do well. It's a vol- <laughs> part of your volunteer job here. Re- a few headlines: Remote work has become a right for knowledge workers. I guess that's a term now. The data says we should create more fully remote jobs. And the article goes on to say that remote work is here to stay. People love it, who are in it anyway. And that the data outlines that um, you're not losing productivity, which is what the company's worried about. Right? Okay. First first headline. Okay. Second headline. Uh, the pandemic may have changed how and where people work forever, but according to a recent ResumeBuilder.com study, 90% of companies polled said they will demand workers return to the office in 2023. Oh. So companies don't like it. Employees We're, do. Yeah. Those, those two headlines contradict one another, right? Yes, they do. Where do you fall on it? Um, if the data shows that, and it really depends on the industry, mm-hmm. it really depends on the job. Because there are, even within this company, there are lots of different jobs that really are hard to do remotely. It is hard. I mean, we brought, we all did it, but coming back into the studio and being with you right now or being with Annie and Brad or whoever, it is so much more dynamic to be in the same room with people than to be watching people on a screen at best and hope, hoping that the delay is only half a second. Yeah. You know? No, it's very important for our business. Yeah. It's interesting for my job and your job specifically because parts of our job, we have to be here. <coughs> it is essential that we are here to do the best work we can do. But then other parts, like you're the imaging director. Yeah. You could probably be just as productive, if not more productive, at home doing that in- 
imaging yeah. because there are less distractions. It's very true. And so. I do get things done at home, especially what not just imaging, although sometimes I get a lot of writing and creative work mm-hmm. done at home. In the quiet and comfort in a comfortable space. Yeah. I know my I do a lot better with the paperwork part of my job, the data entry, the keeping up with files, mm-hmm. the the organizational part of things when I'm at home comfortable and in the zone. When I'm here, it's all about teamwork and team building and communication yeah. and yeah. those well, things. I think are- we're hitting on what I think the, the conclusions of some of these articles are because what they're saying is, and this is where I say, you know, you're part of the in- employee engagement task force uh-huh. or whatever the official The rah-rah fun committee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it says that things like free lunches and parking help keep workers temporarily happy. They're not long-term incentives, but they do make people happy. Um, But the long-term satisfaction of working a job at all comes from employee engagement activities, your committee. Yay! (laughs) Um, But brainstorming, meeting with company executives, chance to socialize with coworkers, basically making connections. There's a quote I pulled from here that I thought was really key to the whole thing. Uh, This is CNBC's Make It, somebody from that show said, quote, we don't just work for the sake of productivity or transactional reasons, like being able to pay our bills. We also work because it's meaningful to us and brings us a sense of belonging to something larger than ourselves, which I think is really the whole key to it. You can still do that from home, but being a part of something, I missed when it was time to come back in, which I think was over a year and a half ago for me now. Yeah, we pushed pretty hard pretty early to mm-hmm. get back because of the nature of what we do. Exactly, especially for air talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> I, I liked coming back in, and not just because of the whole being in the room thing, but just seeing people. Uh, I get a lot of energy from, I mean, you know, I'll come and talk to you sometimes just because I'm like, I need to tell you what's on my mind right now uh-huh. for no reason. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I like this good of an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, but I need your energy right. to just be bouncing off. Of, and like, if you have an idea or whatever, or you just to say, okay. And I'll be like, okay. And then I walk away, you know, like that stuff actually makes me more productive at times in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. So I just thought this was interesting, but the whole, and this is where I said, I think we've kind of figured this out just in talking right now. What the article goes on to say, though, is that the number one thing that retains employees across all industries is flexibility. Ding, right? ding, ding. Yep. I was just going to say that you have to be able to trust your employees and their judgment and give them give them the options. Now, yeah. You also, in a management role, have to monitor that those options and that flexibility isn't being taken advantage of. Right. But I know that when I say I need to work from home today because I have X, Y, or Z, and our boss says, cool, I trust you on that. I know he really does. But if I do that for a month straight, he's going to be like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 Um, Related to that, because I thought, you know, I was just looking at headlines about work in general because... Uh, you know, this is a big social change that we've gone through, and there's there's a big pull. You know, there's there's a lot of people that are wanting to stay remote. There's a lot of companies that are not wanting employees to stay remote, and the pull between those things. I, I stumbled across this too. I just wanted to kind of get your reaction to it. it. Says men are dropping out of the labor force because they're upset about their social status, according to a new study. 
Does that ring true? Elaborate, please. Okay. Yeah, because there's a lot to this. It says that men without four-year college degrees, so people who, who haven't graduated from college between the ages of 25 and 54, that's pretty much like the workforce. It's a huge, huge portion of the workforce, uh, have left the workforce in higher numbers than other groups. And they're leaving in part because of their perceived social status relative to better educated men of similar age. As in, if they're not making as much money as the people around them, they're just dropping out of the workforce. Hmm. And it says that the pattern of men withdrawing from the labor force does date back several years, but it's been more pronounced in recent years as a number of men who left the workforce during the pandemic chose not to return. Hmm. I wonder if it's just heightened because men or women, I, I, I would wonder, like the female study too, I think a lot of households, the breadwinner continued to work. The other person started to dropped out of the workforce to offset the cost of childcare mm-hmm. and household responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that upon reading the the headline, this this isn't what I thought it was going to be because I think when I read it, I thought men are dropping out because they basically just are they're listless. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really know where to go. And I, I think there's there's a portion of that even in here that's not necessarily what the study is saying, but that men don't the things. I I, th- I think this is true. I don't. I don't know that you'll completely agree with me. I don't know that you'll disagree, but the things that drive men, our culture is right now just saying we don't value those things anymore. And I think that there's a lot of men, when you look around, who are just going, I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I belong because the things that are driving me, I keep being told either don't matter or they're not celebrated like they ever were or or they're actually said, no, those are toxic. You can't have those. But I think less than just the toxic masculinity thing that we talk about, there's just this overarching theme that the things you're bringing to the table that drive you as a man, those things really just, we don't really care about those things right now. We're changing. Yeah. Right? Yes, I guess. You can disagree. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm just pontificating. I don't know that I disagree and I'm not a man, so I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think as a society, we're all kind of trying to figure out what this, what our place is in each industry. And as the industries change, as positions change, it's, I've noticed a lot of younger people in powerful positions, which I think probably puts people that have been in the workforce for longer periods of time in kind of a, a strange yeah. place. I know my friends are in their early 30s and I've got... I mean, I've got friends in senior VP positions running companies, and that's incredible. And it's incredible that we've made strides. And I think a lot of that has to do with technological advances and knowledge of technology and your experience. I think we're at like a a kind of a turning point of where younger people have experience and things that maybe a more seasoned workforce doesn't have. So they're getting with tech stuff, mainly with tech stuff, but. But that ends up translating and making and and making for skilled workers at a younger age. So there are probably people in I know like my parents' age group where they're starting to retire that are like, hey, we're just gonna bounce. Like yeah. this isn't working for us. And there's I can only imagine, and I'm only thinking this through on air while we're talking about it right now, but there's probably a good chunk of ten to twenty years in there of experience where people are kind of feeling a bit displaced because of the youth, not necessarily the gender 
Hmm. I don't know. Well, it's interesting because the, all of that is... I, what The thing I took away from this article is that... And this is really not the social aspect of it. This is more the, the political aspect of this article. It's that if any group, whether it be men or whoever, decide... You know what? I'm not <clears throat> I'm not feeling valued in this. I'm not feeling valued in this industry or whatever. And they decide to drop out of that industry for a time. That's fine. That's the nature of you know f- the freedom of mm-hmm. job shopping. You can do that. This is this is a capitalist society that that makes for that. But what this is saying is that there's a lot of people and especially in the last couple of years who just dropped out and they didn't go back. Mm-hmm. That is a political problem. Yeah. We should not Huge. Be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to be able to work for a living. And we have created now a society that says, hey, if you don't feel fulfilled, you can drop out. That's okay. But then you don't have to go back. And then B, like long term, you just can live off of nothing. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where that leaves us because yeah. there are a lot of people empowered to yeah. give up without... A plan. Yeah, it's kind of a, a cross section between the social aspect of things and this whole like fulfillment thing, which I don't think is all bad, but is is so heightened to be the ultimate goal is your personal self satisfaction. It's all self focused, you mm-hmm. know. And if you're not feeling self focused in any given moment, or it lasts a couple weeks, well, all of a sudden, well, now it's it's the job's fault or it's whatever else's fault. It can't be me because I'm I'm the purpose of my whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.